been we've been pitching to Pepsi this whole time, you know, like, hey, Pepsi, we got these ad campaigns for you that'll make you more competitive with Coke. Mm-hmm. Pepsi on purpose, dude. Pepsi yeah. on purpose. Listen, hey, it's catching on. Everybody's out there loving Pepsi now. Here's the thing. This movie we watched today, it's not a Coke movie. It's not a Pepsi mm-hmm. movie. It's an RC Cola movie. Dark Horse. That's right. RC Cola, tired of playing third fiddle to fucking Coke and Pepsi. I'm telling you what. I got you a little ad campaign for yourselves. How about this? Oh, damn. All right. I'm listening. Get ready for the great RC replacement. That's right. RC the replacement cola. <laughs> RC's That's what RC not, stands for. Replacement. That's right. That's the replacement huh. cola. RC's not going to do the Pepsi thing. Not like, hey, Pepsi, is that okay? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. RC's going to come right into your store and be like, we'll rip these goddamn Coke lines out for you right now. Put that RC in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like where this is going, but also I'm thinking of an even more aggressive marketing campaign where you have like, let's just say like um, um, guys that are marching uh, and they got like big two liters of RC Cola uh-huh. and they're like they're like slamming down, you know, uh, cases of Coke and Pepsi and stuff. They're marching through the streets with Tiki torches right. saying, we won't be replaced. That's right. You got to find yeah. the audience, right? The replacement Cola. <laughs> We will not be replaced by Coke Which and maybe Pepsi. Then it turns into racist cola. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, we don't want to go that direction. No, no, we gotta turn that around. What we gotta do, listen, it's not it's not it's a replacement cola. Get it? But guess what? It's also called Royal Crown. Yeah. It's a king in exile. These motherfuckers are sitting on the throne. Here he comes with oh, his shit. dragons or whatever. Uh yeah, to baller. take him down. I like how this sounds. This is pretty good. Bringing the royalty to the United States, huh? Exactly. Yes. The Royal Crown Cola. That's it. We get the fucking queen in the commercial. Get ah, her, yes. dig her dead ass up, put an RC Zombie Cola queen. in her hand. <laughs> Dude, I hope that somebody at RC is listening right now. I mean, I mean why wouldn't they be? First of all, we know all the soda brands are listening. Oh, yeah, so totally. after our amazing Pepsi pitch, they're all like, "Hey, help us out!" Uh, how about, here you go, uh, just for Fago. Fago, fucking drink it. There you go. Uh huh. What's <laughs> up now? Replacement cola. I like it. <laughs> the replacement cola. The replacement. Oh, and cola. like the music. The music, like you know, at the end of the commercial is by the replacements. There you go. Uh huh. Pitching. <laughs> it just or, makes sense. Or we get the replacements to come in and write a song about RC Cola. Yeah, there how about we that? go. All right, <laughs> I know the replacements like are listening the too. <laughs> Huge fans, dude. I really like the way that you're thinking here, Steve, on the newest installment of Dead and Lovely. Yeah, hey, it's yeah. us. It's us. It's me, the one who is and shall forever be your good buddy, Uncle Ben, and me, the one who once was and shall never be Hollywood Steve. Oh shit, man! What? Damn, <laughs> I like that pretty good title and on today's episode we're going to be talking about one tian wolf from 1985 <laughs> dude it's tennessee wolf oh tennessee yeah, wolf. wolf oh i used yeah, to play tennessee that wolf. guy in pool at the pool hall <laughs> old tennessee yeah, wolf dude tennessee he never wolf. play pool against somebody who's named after a state <laughs> you we, don't want or to a city that. or something right uh, yeah we you learned that in this movie 
Yeah, that is in this movie. That's right. Wisdom. No, <laughs> wisdom. No. Totally wisdom. Thanks, Styles. If you want to get straight on to the, the movie review portion, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description. But before we do that, we're going to shoot the shit, talk about what all we've been watching. I'm going to smash a co-beer, and we're going to cut up a little bit. But yeah. yeah, get on to the movie review if that's all you care about. You're like, I don't know if I should watch this movie from 1985. Is it worth my time? I should listen to a podcast and learn <laughs> about it and see if I should. Oh. oh, If only I could find a podcast where they read the Wikipedia page and don't watch the movie. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, we or maybe just tell me the whole movie beat by beat. Uh-huh. That way, I'll know what's going to happen when I watch it. Because I'm too scared. <laughs> of Teen Wolf. Of Teen oh. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know what my pal Mikey Fox is up to. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to go ahead and crack me open a co-beer. What do you think about that? Yeah, it sounds great. I'm, I'm over here sipping on a seltzer water because it's early in the day here in Portlandia. Uh, and we, we got a little plan to head out to Powell's Books. Um, go check out this big-ass bookstore they got here. Damn, dude. You know what? While you're out there in, in Oregon and all, I had myself an idea for a business that I think should get established out there. You ready for okay. this? Okay, yeah, I'm excited. Because obviously one of the most important components in, in Italian cuisine is, of course, oregano, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You gotta have some oregano. I think it'd be really cool if there was an Italian restaurant chain out there that's called Oregano, but their slogan is it's pronounced Oregano. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that's good? Oregano. Yes. It's pronounced Oregano. Yes. <laughs> Because when you say Oregon, no, it makes it sound like you don't want it. But Uh Oregon, Oregon, yes, (laughs) doesn't really pitch Italian restaurant to me. It's not really giving me to sit down and eat with this, your family here. But Oregon, no, it's pronounced yes. Oregon, no, yes, (laughs) really tells me this is an Oregon-based Italian restaurant that's proud of its cooking. Yeah, okay. That sounds great. Honestly, I'd drop by, maybe, just to see what the hell's going on. Yeah, it sounds sounds interesting. I mean, look, (laughs) they got some Bob's Burgers-ass businesses here. Like, there's seriously a a frame, like an art supply center store across the street from the Super Deluxe called I've Been Framed. It's like... No, that's from Bob's Burgers. That's 100% Bob's Burgers, right? Like, where the hell does this come from? (laughs) Damn, they'll just try anything out there in that liberal mecca, won't they? Yeah, I guess trying to trick people. Like, oh, we got a clever title. Now I'm going to walk in and get uh, get all left-eyed. Going to end up queered <laughs> up. Radicalized like. Yeah, going to walk out hating capitalism and loving art. <laughs> I'm having myself a dang old Sierra Nevada pale ale right here. Oh, okay. Whenever I, I have a Sierra Nevada, I'm reminded of this... Uh, this old country lady that would order pizza from me when I was working at the Pizza yeah. Plus and I was running deliveries over there. Uh-huh. She'd order herself a double pepperoni and a CR Mist to a drink CR on the side. CR Mist. Yeah, CR Mist. That's exactly <laughs> how she would say it. <laughs> okay. I mean, CR Mist, that like went away. They replaced it with another product. CR Mist. CR Mist. That real easy could become RC Mist. RC, you got to sweep in, pick up Sierra yeah. Mist. The Take replacement that Mist. 
Uh-huh. Dude, like, last time I was at a movie theater, there was a commercial for a new lemon lime soda. I can't even remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah, but that's it's just what I'm like, about. oh, it's a new one. Yeah, like, yeah. What the they, fuck is that? They they replaced Sierra Mist, I believe, on the Who the needs Pepsi anything line. else than fucking Sprite and 7-Up? Why would you need another alternative? You know, that's, that Pepsi has been struggling with that for a long time because Sprite and 7-Up kill it. You don't need another one, right? Sierra Mist? Man Get alive. the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here already. <laughs> Come on with it. I still enjoy a dang old Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. That's a delightful yeah, beer right solid, there. Solid, man. Sierra Nevada also is that uh, Summerfest Lager. I like that mm-hmm. one. That one's good. Real good stuff, man. Real good stuff. How you been this week, man? I've been pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, We've been... Uh, we got a bunch of stuff done, but we also had a little time to head up to the beach again. Uh, we're right just so near close. the beach. And it's such a beautiful drive, and uh, it was actually clear this time. It wasn't like overcast, so uh, just gorgeous. We didn't swim again. The water's freezing cold. Uh, I don't see anybody swimming there at Cannon Beach, but uh, I, I really like it, it. It felt like being at the beach because it was nice, sunny, warm. Fucking really enjoyed it. Uh, had a little food and then headed back. What y'all been up to? Man, by the way, that sounds totally fine by me. I'm not really that big of a fan of getting in that ocean right, whenever yeah. I'm out no, there yeah. at the beach. That's not really yeah. for me. I don't live there. That ain't no, my house. No, that is not. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm not going to break into a shark's house and just chill. That's weird. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude, for real, man. It's like, okay, shark-inhabited waters. Um, That's all of them. All of them. All <laughs> of them. That's where they live, bro. <laughs> like, what are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> Like, imagine a fucking shark going back to the ocean and being like, I went into this human-infested house. Like, duh, asshole, that's where they live. (laughs) Yeah, Jaws, it's a reverse Jaws where, like, Jaws is just coming into people's houses and getting shot and being like, why? (laughs) Yeah, why did they do that? I just home all the time. I wasn't doing anything. I just went in their house. (laughs) Yeah, it's a human-infested house, jerk. What do you think was going to (laughs) happen? Human infested house. Ugh. Infested by people. Oh, it's infested. Oh, there's like five of them in there. Yuck. <laughs> Man, I've had a busy week. I've been in the studio a bunch, working on a whole bunch of uh, rock and roll recordings, doing some some session work for a couple of projects, and oh, working yeah. on Andy's album, and working on my album and stuff a little bit. So it's been good. That YouTube game has been a popping lately. Very happy to see that stuff. And I have had time to watch ourselves a thing or two this week man including the final voyage of everyone's favorite series because honestly it should be ted lasso man the ted lasso finale was the other day and we watched through it and dude i'll tell you man it is a fucking treasure like i know that every white person has already told you this but it's true. They were actually right this time. The white people were right about Ted Lasso. Here's the thing. And I was, th- I was thinking about this. Yeah. Because, like, I was so skeptical, dude. People yeah. are like, oh, you'd love it. It's about an American football coach that goes to the, the UK to teach soccer. Teach right. soccer? Is that what coaches do? They teach soccer? Yeah, they soccer? teach it. They teach it. They're like, okay, this is the ball. You're yeah. going to need to use your feet. Nope. No hands. All right, now. They teach it. Yeah, they teach it. So people were trying to sell me the show, and I was like, that sounds like nothing of my interest whatsoever. And they're like, no, but it's like really wholesome and pure and sweet. And I'm like, you're losing me even further. So it took me forever to watch the show. But dude, seriously, it's fantastic. And I was thinking about it, and I think I know part of the reason why and part of why it's such a huge success. Because in the post, I think like in the post Game of Thrones world, but there's also a lot of other shows you could point at. We're so used to 
so many of our shows just being nothing but the worst, most despicable fucking trash of human beings. Like, everybody uh, loves succession, but everybody is also, like, they're the worst people in the world. Like, right. so many huge popular shows, every character is a fucking scumbag, and it's kind of fun to watch because of that. Uh, Ted Lasso is the complete opposite of that. Everybody has character. Everybody's so likable. I think that that's part of why it's really taken off the way it has is because it's not just more scumbag, unlikable characters. It's actually kind of different for now. Fuck yeah. And, you know, perhaps inspired by your your recent Batman marathon, your Bat Marathon, as this uh, show has become everyone's favorite horror movie and Batman side chatter podcast <laughs> yeah, for the past right. month, as you guys were watching through all of the fucking uh, theatrical Batman movies. Yeah, that, that Hell Rankers episode was, was tough uh, because, <laughs> like, the Leprechaun movies, at the very least, it's like, well, this will be over in 90 minutes. Uh, not a Batman movie. That motherfucker will last three hours and still be like, fuck you for watching me. (laughs) (laughs) And there's fucking 14 of them you did, right? Right, Yeah, 14. And and honestly, most of that wasn't hard. It it really did just get tough with the Nolan Batman specifically that Dark Knight Rises and Batman versus Superman, the Snyder Batman versus Superman. That's six hours. Of watching. That's insane. It's That's insane, insane yeah. man. Well, maybe I was just inspired by hearing you talk about these amazing, uh, you know, comic booky character portrayals and fantastic direction and all that jazz. That's why I decided to rewatch Dark Knight Rises for the first time <laughs> since it came out in, <laughs> in theaters. Yeah, that's, that's why a I did choice. that. That is a Ugh. choice. <laughs> Dude, it's it's so fucking bad. It's so bad. Yeah. It's worse than I remembered. Yeah, it, it really like it never gets going. It has no momentum whatsoever. I still have half an hour left, and I split it among like two or three nights. I still That's have crazy. half a fucking hour left of this. <laughs> that is it's crazy. It's so dumb, man. Dude, that stupid fucking Bane voice. Yeah, it that makes wasn't, me so mad. That wasn't a great choice. I I don't know. Like, I I know that like they they definitely got. Tom Hardy because he does look good as Bane. Like he, he has does. a great natural look as Bane. But yeah, I, I don't think I, I think I remember they they like you couldn't hear any of his dialogue through the mask or whatever. So None. you had to go back and, and like re-record it. <laughs> but they had to put like effect on it or whatever to make it sound like it was coming through the mask. It sounds weird. It's bad. It sounds stupid. It's yeah. got like a chorus effect on it and shit. And like yeah. This movie, it, it enraged me as soon as it fucking started, man. Whenever there, there's that crazy scene at the first where they hijack that plane and like rip the tail <laughs> off of it and it's dangling from the other plane. And where this movie really just fucking lost me is when Bane is talking to that dude and in his stupid little polite high society Bane voice while there's like an open cockpit plane 30,000 feet in the air you know how fucking loud that would be that guy that's right in front of his face would just be going what what (laughs) what are you saying you should have probably not ripped the tail off the fucking plane (laughs) no what I said is under the mask it would be very painful what I okay yeah I heard something about a (laughs) pain 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 did you say pain (laughs) are you going to kill me Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's it's an awful, 
awful movie that just yeah. takes so long to say nothing good. It really Fuck, doesn't man. get I still anywhere. have to finish it. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, uh, we watched Rocky the other day. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. I think it's the first time I've ever seen the first Rocky start to finish. Wow. Okay. So you, you, I, I guess like I, I definitely remember seeing Rocky three and Rocky four way more. Like it was on TV yes. and stuff all the time. But I do remember as a teenager just sitting down and watching the first Rocky and being like, oh, <laughs> the sequels are from a good movie. <laughs> Dude, what is it with Stallone movies where it's like you just don't watch the first one? Like, I've seen the other right. Rambos, never uh-huh. seen the first one, ever. But the first one is the good one. The first one is, like, the like legit, well-written one, and then all the other ones are like, yeah, and then he just shoots a bunch of people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, as kids, we got into the dumb ones that were just, like, yeah. heavy action. Like, I, I'm, I still absolutely love Rocky Four, even though, admittedly, the bad movie. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, dude, the original Rocky... Man Alive it is so fucking scuzzy. Like, it is. Everything yeah. looks sticky and uh-huh. dirty and like it smells like hot garbage. It Absolutely. is just a grimy ass gross <laughs> movie. 70s Philly. <laughs> oh, dude. Just full of people that are irrationally terrible and flipping out. Like what's his yeah. name? Fucking Lewis, like Adrian's brother. Uh-huh. Is having these like emotional fucking hissy fits like every other scene where he's like yeah. destroying the entire house and throwing shit and screaming like this guy needs fucking therapy, man. Uh, you know, maybe a lot of people in the 70s needed a particular type of therapy called stopping cocaine. <laughs> stopping with the cocaine. Yeah, just stop that. And then they're like, oh, I'm a less of an asshole now. <laughs> <laughs> It was still a fun flick, man. We're going to yeah. watch through the uh, the other ones. It seems like a good Saturday afternoon marathon oh, kind of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I, I think Rocky Two is the worst, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but Rocky Three and Four are worth it. Rocky Five, the one where he ends up having a street fight, not so great. Then I've there's heard, that one yeah. where he comes back as an old man to fight. And that one's okay. It was pretty good. And then there's the Creed right. movies, which are pretty good. So, I've heard those are actually all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Michael B. Jordan's great. And and like, Badass. yeah, they, they did a good job, I think, of kind of replicating some of the good elements of the first movie, but also like giving it its own spin and stuff. All right. Well, we'll see about it, man. I'm definitely yeah. uh, definitely going to enjoy that ride right there. Cool. Easily the scariest thing that I saw this week was not a horror film of oh, no. any kind. It was something what you watched as well. It's that series <laughs> yes. about the fucking Duggar family. And it's on Amazon Prime called Shiny Happy People. Fuck, man. Holy shit. We finished it last night. Did you guys finish the whole thing? Yeah, we finished it. And let me tell you, buddy, like, I know, um, you know, uh, watching it with Anna, so much of it was like, oh, God. Like, yes, I remember all this. And we went through all this. Uh, and and I, I have to assume it's pretty relevant to your own upbringing uh yes dude. yeah there okay. is so much stuff in there okay like for starters i don't know shit about the duggar family i didn't know about like the abuse and pedophilia um you know yeah um, reveals and shit i didn't know about any of that stuff no, at I, all. I never watched the show i never gave no. a fuck about any of that kind of you know reality tv kind of stuff so this was all news to me but what really you know struck hard with me is their entire homeschool super conservative upbringing and the 
yeah. dude, just all the like purity culture shit and all right. the indoctrination and just fucking brainwashing shit, man. It, it's stuff that I haven't thought about even since I was, you know, a teenager. Right. But so much. Yeah. yeah, dude. And so much of this shit was just coming back to me like, oh shit. Like I had that book. I remember hearing right. that quote. Uh-huh. Like, holy shit, man. Whenever it got to that part about the, uh, what were they called? The wisdom books or whatever, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, like, Kate was like, did you guys have those? And I was like, I don't I don't recall seeing those. No, I don't I don't remember those. And then it got to that part where it talked about the warnings of the, uh, the hypnotic, satanic, again, this is their words, not mine, hypnotic, yeah. satanic jungle beats of rock and roll that come from West African music and right. shit. I was like, oh, but I know that. I read that yeah. for sure. Yeah, not only Fuck, uh, like fucking reactionary nonsense, but also racist. That's fun. Really racist. Yeah. Really, really, really racist. And dude, just all the, yeah, the, the, the purity culture nonsense, fucking courtship nonsense. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. And, and don't get me wrong, man. Like, we grew up pretty conservative, but like, I still listened to, you know, Van Halen Records and we right. still had a TV. I didn't grow up like some of these people did. I was never abused or anything like that. Uh, but still definitely grew up quite a bit different than I think uh, a lot of people did. What was it like right. for you as somebody that didn't grow up that way watching that? Was yeah, it like, it, it what was, the fuck? Does this explain a lot? Wild. <laughs> it did explain a lot. It was wild as fuck because I was watching it and remembering around the early 90s, like some kids that we would play with and watch like horror movies with and stuff no longer being allowed to do that stuff. Yes. And I remember friends at school suddenly not being allowed to do things that we had all done and was just like normal. And now it's not normal. You can't watch TV anymore. Right. Dude. And to me, it was just like, oh, it's crazy. Sometimes parents just get strict for no reason, I guess. Yes. No, it was an evil man making it happen. (laughs) It was. I had totally forgot about uh, fucking Gothard, man. Like all of that shit was just flooding back to me because it's like you said, I had friends that went through the same shit where it's like, you know, last week we could play video games this week. You had to throw away your Nintendo. You had to take these posters down. You Uh don't have a TV anymore. Yeah. What is going on? This is so different from last week. And we had moments of that too, man. Like we had moments where it's like, yeah, last week I could play doom this week. It's gone, and I don't right. have it anymore. Last week, I could do this. This year, we're not doing Halloween. Like, yeah. I had a lot of those inconsistencies myself, too. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, Because I, I do Fuck remember yeah, that crazy. happening to, to people. You know, I remember that happening to, to friends and just really just thinking, like, oh, man, I'm just lucky, I guess, that my mom doesn't suddenly decide I can't do stuff. Uh, yeah. But it, it really, yeah, it really was. And it wasn't he, it wasn't some of it based in Knoxville. Yeah. Like the main fucking office of Gothard shit was out of Knoxville. And, uh, yeah, that explains a lot. It does explain <laughs> a lot. Yeah. It really explains a whole lot to me that I really just didn't understand about because like the, the, it wasn't like the, you know, I've, I've seen religious kids, like actually religious kids who really like want to be the best religious kid or whatever. Most of the kids I grew up with in religion were being forced to do stuff. Yeah. Like they were not enjoying their time. They did not like it. They didn't like the rules. They didn't like all that shit that was going on. Um, 
And so, like, that was my experience with church. Like, that's what I thought church was. was just a bad thing your parents made you do. <laughs> sure, yeah. Which, honestly, I mean, even to a lot of us that grew up in it, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of is. That's it becomes pretty, the norm, and you go along with it, you know? Then that's a pretty fair assessment of what church is after watching this. It's a thing oh your parents God, make man. you do <laughs> that's really bad. <laughs> it's honestly real bad, and they made a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, and it's eye-opening, too, for me to watch it and realize that, you know, even just by growing up in this stuff as a male, I got the softer side of things. You know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. I, I was never, yeah. I was never coached on ways to talk and be more feminine. How right. to style your hair and clothes in a godly manner that right. will attract you a courtship mate and shit. Like, yeah. I at least dodged those bullets just because I'm a boy. And you're straight, so you didn't have to go through all of that shit where they try to also make that. you more oh manly and shit. Yeah. Woof, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's nuts. It really did bring back so many fucking memories, man. I was getting so mad watching it. I was getting so mad. It's worth a watch. I mean, if you grew up in it or if you didn't grow up in it and just yeah. want some insight, um, yes. uh, obviously tr- trigger warning stuff. There's a lot of talk of uh, sexual uh, you know, assault. rape and child yeah. molestation mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. in there. It's pretty, pretty rough, obviously. But man alive, it's it's worth watching, I think. And they did a good job of showing how all of this is part of the huge political movement to be further, even more conservative and authoritarian. Like, yes. this guy made this. Like, he, he made those type of politicians we have, and they're overtly trying to take over the country. Um, yes, that, that, is that was mission. great. I do have a problem with the fact that they don't call out TLC at all. Like, they say some of the stuff that the producers do, but it's like, TLC is doing the same shit here. They are, uh, they are abusing these kids by putting this That's on true. television. They did it yeah. with Honey Boo Boo. They do it with the fucking dance girls and whatnot. TLC needs to be fucking taken down. That shit. That's a good point. That's grooming shit. They're teaching yeah. people how to groom. And yes, just that is getting the real a slide. Threat, yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. I, I can't I can't deal with that shit that they just That let is a that good slide. point. Yeah. Yeah. They should have had more of a bullseye on them. I mean, considering yeah. how many other, you know, people and organizations they called out. Yeah, TLC came out kind of scot free in that. Yeah, they did. And, and they they are complicit and, and more than complicit. Like the shit about the kids not getting paid at all. Because yeah. the dad was just forging their signature past the time when they were 18. And the shit about kids not even getting fucking paid. Yeah, like, just because your parents signed a contract. That, you, that, you can't do that in child acting. But in Mm-mm. fucking reality show, you can? Apparently. It's fucked up, man. It is, man. No, you're exactly right. Worth a watch, dude. Not a fun watch, but it is worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It, it definitely will. It's for, for people like me who, like... Uh, it was. I was non-religious. Then I was Mormon, and honestly, like a lot of the shit in there was like, yeah, Mormons do that too. Um, but like to me, all this stuff was foreign. Uh, but then watching this explained a lot. <laughs> it really made me a lot of things make sense suddenly. No doubt, man. No doubt. That's about all that I've watched. What about you? Um, yeah, we had some time to watch some stuff. Um, <laughs> boy, uh, we watched some interesting films uh, from from bad to. Uh, hard to watch, but also I think really good. I'll start mm. with the bad. Birdemic shock and terror. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Never seen it, but I've heard the legend. Uh, let me tell you, it's on Peacock. Go, go watch Birdemic Shock and Terror if you have not seen it. You, you don't know what a bad movie is. Like, think about all the, the movies you hear people say are bad movies. And then watch Birdemic. And then mm. come back to me. Because you'll be like, you know what? Actually, Troll 2 isn't a bad movie. <laughs> right? Deathbed? Solid. Not, Deathbed's not a bad movie at all. It's but not fucking, at all. Uh, Birdemic Shock and Terror is just a masterclass in bad filmmaking. And wow. boy, it's it's a, honestly a pleasure to watch because it is so bad that you can't help but have fun. I like um, it. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Also, we watched Critters. Uh, nice. That's on a good the scale one. of yeah, like movies that aren't aren't lauded as great, but I think Critters is fun. I mean, it's the the whole main story of like the family is way too like family channel e uh for to, in contrast to the critters who apparently talk in an alien language and say fuck and stuff and like roll around <laughs> and and there's like alien bounty hunters and it all starts yeah, in yeah. space and looks kind of like psycho gorman it's like oh clearly psycho gorman took some from this critters bit totally um, yeah dude but it, it's fun i mean it's it's not too long and and the the I like the critters. They're made by the Kyoto brothers who did um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, so they look good. Yeah. And a lot of cool stuff happens. And, and as far as I know, it, it is obviously like doing a Gremlins thing, but I think it does it so differently that it's just kind of like on the wave of Gremlins and not really like a Gremlins ripoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tiny creature core, but not really yeah, a ripoff. Exactly. There you go. Tiny creature core is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, then we watched uh, also the Human Centipede two, the second sequence. Woof! Never seen. I've never seen any of the Human Centipede movies, dude. Oh, okay. Well, the first one you should watch the first one for sure uh, because I, I don't know what people are talking about when they say it's hard to watch. Like, sounds grody. It is gross. It is gross. But like among horror movies, I've seen far more like fucked up shit. Uh, wow. Human Centipede 2, for instance, <laughs> which is up on the list of most fucked up uh, things I've ever seen in movies. But no way. It's really? also an it's like an art movie. It's shot gorgeously. It It's done really? so fucking well. And it seems to be making statements about torture porn. Is it the one about the guy who's obsessed with the first movie or something? Yes. And so he wants okay. to do the human centipede thing, but he wants to do it bigger. And it's like, it almost feels to me, and I, 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 we need to do an episode on the human centipedes at some point, but it almost feels to me like the guy made the, the first movie and it really was just like an experiment and like, well, what if you did this? It'd be fucked up. But they made a, a, a good movie that isn't like, it's gross, but it's not it's not the most gory thing you've ever seen or whatever. But the reaction to that and the way I think that Human Centipede 2 is like a reaction to seeing some of his fans and the way they reacted to the first mm-hmm. and seeing other people's reactions and kind of being like, okay, these people are overblowing it and these people are liking it for the wrong reason. Let's smash oh, okay. up a movie where the people who like it for the wrong reason 
uh, get taken down. And also the people that said the first one was gory will find out what the meaning of, of gore is. No shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah. it, it feels almost too like, it, it, it feels to me like the second one is, is the, the, the director saying like, uh, what I did in the first film is art. What you guys are doing with torture porn is, is crude. It's, it's a, a man with a fucking saw and screwdrivers and shit sewing people together. Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's what you're doing with torture porn. What I did was surgery like in the first Whoa. one. Yeah. So I, I think it's very interesting and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they did with the third one, but I also at the end of the second one felt gross. Like it is. <laughs> oh yeah. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. So, uh, you know, human centipede, Ch- check it out. If you're in that mood. Ever. Okay. I'll grab myself a, a big old sloppy meatball sub and uh, just <laughs> yeah. strip down to my drawers and eat that and sit on a couch and watch that at the same time. I reckon. Hell yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> it's a good night. Uh, we also watched on on Friday night. We watched a movie called Funland, which I do not think was fun. Uh, nor was it much of a horror movie, and also had the, a racist element that was no fun at all. But wait, wait, wait! Was there land? There was, was at least land. Yeah, fifty percent no. of the description was accurate. There was yeah, yeah, land. Yeah. Okay, none of it was set on the sea. It was none all of it was set on aerial. Yeah. Hmm. So that well, they were in a roller coaster. So okay. that's airborne aerial. slightly, yeah, airborne slightly. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, we also uh, just because we're doing Teen Wolf today, watch Teen Wolf two, and I'll talk about that more when we get to discussing the 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 movie okay. because there's 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 a lot I want you to know about it, but it, what you really need to know is it's fucking terrible. <laughs> Oh, see, I don't know a thing about it. Like, I, oh, I've never yeah. heard anybody talk about it. I know literally nothing. So I was kind of curious about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll i get into it when we get to the movie, because I don't want anybody who skips this part to miss, like, wh- what I thought about it. Cause, but it, it is bad. And J- Jason Bateman just trying, you know, he's doing his best. He, he's like, they found a good, charming actor uh, to, to try, but they also just didn't give him nothing, anything to work with. So, like, oh. Anyway, uh, uh, but also on Sunday night we watched uh, Doom with with The Rock and the Carl Urban and a Rosamund Ooh. Pike. Yeah, I've never seen it, man. Were they shooting up some dang old demons on Mars? I'd like it if they did. Well, I, I listen. I I've seen this movie before and watching it again. Like I don't I don't uh, care about it at all. <laughs> Like I thought, <laughs> that's a problem. I thought, yeah, like because I played Doom back in 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 the the high school days, and um, I didn't care about it. Like I I thought it was fine. It was never like my thing. So I don't know the story of Doom. Don't know it, but I hmm. do know that uh, 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 Henry was was on the 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 chat, and he was pointing out all the inconsistencies. Because he does know the Doom lore. So, uh, according to someone who knows the lore well, it's not too great. Not too great. They blew it. Yeah. Um, but then also, The Rock does get to be a bad guy in it, which That's fun. is nice. Yeah, I miss that. Remember when <laughs> The Rock... Remember how The Rock became super popular being a bad guy? 
Same as the Stone Cold thing, man. Same as Stone Cold, uh, honestly, yes. It's yeah. kind of like what I was saying about Tad Lasso with like the, you know, bad shitty guys becoming popular. Like, yeah. sort of Stone Cold and The Rock kind of did it before everybody else. That's true. But I mean, that era, I mean, if, we, if we're thinking about it, that era is the era of new metal. That era is the era yeah. of, you know, Woodstock 99, et cetera. Good like, to be it, bad. Sh- shitty dudes were abundant. Yeah. <laughs> They're still it's abundant. to be a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So th- those are, those are the movies we watched. Uh, nice. It's been, it's been a solid week. Hell yeah, man. Some good watching there. Some mm-hmm. okay watching. And, uh, you know, what I'm thinking about watching on a teen wolf, like uh-huh. we did this week for the show, it got me kind of pondering on some other monsters what might be in some other phases of life and what kind of stories, what might be told about them, what we might explore in that segment of the show, what is known as the Preview Palace. Welcome to the Preview Palace. Mm, 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 mm. We got a, a teen wolf. Well, hell, uh-huh. you ever thought about some of these monsters at some of their other stages of life, Steve? What comes to mind for you? Uh, you know, when I'm thinking about it, there's there's so many... Uh, different ages for all the monsters but when you think about a guy like frankenstein uh this we don't know his age true but he's made of a a bunch of different ages i mean there's a lot of parts in that guy yeah but we do know one thing none of those parts are baby parts no baby parts no baby parts but when I say baby parts, I immediately think of conservatives and their crazy theory that uh, what we're using baby parts to make cosmetics or whatever. Love it. Uh huh. Yeah. So I thought of Franken baby. Uh, Franken baby. <laughs> yeah. He's made up of pieces of all the other dead babies. This is a dead baby <laughs> joke come to life. <laughs> it's an undead Woo. baby joke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Undead baby joke. So I I was just thinking, yeah, you know what? This could be this could be an interesting movie where you know, obviously it's gonna uh, be bad and uh, poor quality and star Kevin Sorbo, but likely, yeah, yeah, they could make their Franken Baby movie, and then of course, boy, those Twitter libs are gonna slam dunk on them with Child Bride of Frankenstein. Take that! <laughs> you want to marry kids? The we Child Bride. Noticed. Of Frankenstein. The child bride of Frankenstein, yeah. Because <laughs> they're pushing them them age limits just further and further down because they're really, right. really creepy and gross. It just yeah, makes yeah, sense exactly. when you get down to it. That is hmm. it, yeah, the creepy and gross factor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> child bride of Frankenstein. I like how this sounds. It sounds like a pretty, pretty, pretty good watch, a, I think. That's an interesting reaction. I like how this sounds. <laughs> I like how this sounds. I don't know if I'd like to see it, but no, no. But it, you, if you if you put it into an audio form, yeah, you know what? Yeah, how about it? Now, you know, whenever we started talking about this, one of the first ideas that that I had was for perhaps like, you know, a, a toddler mummy and the uh-huh. exploits and shenanigans that a toddler mummy might get into. Oh, right. it's time to change the mummy again. You got to unwrap the whole thing every time. Oh, it's a mess. Look at that thing. Right. And then I was thinking about calling it Young Mummy, and I texted you. I was like, "Dude, Young Mummy just sounds like a really awesome rapper that I'd probably like." <laughs> well, hey, Young Mummy is a SoundCloud rapper, apparently. Because I looked it up. <laughs> All right, there he was. So shout out to Young Mummy. I don't know what any of his raps are about. I hope they aren't terrible. 
<laughs> Young Mummy. It's a dope it name. Good. It is good. That's a dope name. I agree. What do you think about perhaps a, a Loch Ness monster that, you know, it, it's out of its early phases. It, it's graduated from school. It's maybe in that college age. Maybe it's a liberal arts Loch Ness monster that's just <laughs> yeah. ready to explore the world and get out of that lock and check out some new places. Where do you think a college age Loch Ness monster's heading to? Oh, NYC, baby. Woo, dang. I've been to the lock. Now I've got to go to the city. That's him. That's the Hitting Loch Ness the Hudson, monster. Huh? Uh-huh. He takes his bagpipes. Uh, he goes down to the to Central Perk, I guess, and gets him a a, a huge cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, gigantic nineties comical cup of coffee. Sounds um, right. Sounds right. Yeah, I guess maybe he does the Sex and the City tour. Um, really, just tourists it up. Just just enjoys the NYC, but. I'm guessing this is a rom-com. So, I would say somewhere between Central Park and, like, uh, Broadway. Oh, he bumps into a clumsy, manic, pixie dream girl. Uh-oh, played by Meg Ryan. Played by Meg Ryan, and she's a Jersey Devil. Uh, and, <gasps> uh, boy, do hijinks ensue, and they have a montage where they go on dates. This is adorable. Uh-huh. Yeah. But of course, something's going to come in between them. Maybe, uh, uh, oh, Meg Ryan's Jersey Devil family doesn't want her marrying outside the Der- Jersey Devil line. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're racists. Or may- maybe they got something hooked up with the Mothman and they're mad as hell that she's going to get with this Loch Ness monster. Wow. We just want you to fly, darling, but you want to swim, they say. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> They think they're helping. They think they're caring, but they're not. I they're like holding her back. Honestly, this is a good idea and should yeah. happen. Yeah, this should happen. <laughs> this is, at least needs to be an animated short, you know? For sure. Who else I like got? it, man. I like the idea uh, of maybe a, like, let's say a, a creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh-huh. That, you know, like, let's say, let's say he's approaching middle age. He's like, right. oh, you know... This body ain't gonna look like this for much longer. Maybe he's really body positive and wants to show it off, and he starts maybe hitting up some nude beaches and stuff oh. like that, like midlife, midlife, uh, yeah, uh, midlife creature, mid- midlife creature from the Black Lagoon. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> took he's, a minute I to guess get there. He's got, he's got like a beer belly. Man, yeah. Like he doesn't have hair, but somehow he's grown just a fringe of hair. Like he's still he has bald a, on a bald top. spot somewhere. Yeah. 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 He needs glasses, but he doesn't want to admit he needs glasses, so he's always squinting. And yeah. I think he's showing off that body by hitting up those nude beaches and just letting it all hang out, just letting them gills show, you know? I think he's always Ooh. nude, isn't he? Is he yeah, wearing clothes? Yeah, he's kind of always nude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if he is wearing clothes? What if he takes off his clothes and he's completely different? <laughs> there is a zipper on the back of that suit you can see several oh, times. So. Okay, okay, then he is wearing clothes. <laughs> I wonder what Unzipped. he really looks like. The midlife creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> I like it. I think it sounds pretty good. I think good, so, too. Man. I bet he buys, like, a real expensive boat. You know, he's having a midlife crisis. And then he's like, oh, I don't even need this. Blah, 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 what blah, if, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing, though. What if he's out there and he encounters one of those nightmarish creatures of your own imagination, geriatric jaws? Geriatric jaws, yes. We need a geriatric jaws. Like, uh, you know, because we've, we've had, like, 
the the forty year sequel reunions, right? It, what what would it be now? I mean, Jaws came out in what seventy six? I think so. Yeah. So in three years, we have the fifty year reunion. You bring in Aww. like what's left of anybody from the original and have <laughs> what's them left versus of them? geriatric jaws. <laughs> now, he's out there swimming around, and I think he's got probably some fake chompers now, right? Surely he ain't yeah, got yeah, them. That would be, yeah, that's anymore. exactly it. Like, he, all of his teeth fell out, so he had to go to the shark dentist and get dentures. But they only Aww. had human ones, so it's... Always <laughs> oh, got them chiclets. It's an old, and big old chiclets. chiclet teeth. Dang. And then, like, if he loses them later on and he's trying to, like, you know, chomp down on Brody or whoever, he's like, Jaws, more like gums. Am I right? (laughs) Gums. Gums. That might be better than geriatric Jaws. Gums. Gums. Yeah, actually, it's pretty good. (laughs) Dang, man. Old Jaws is pretty sad, huh? Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to. I mean, nobody would go see that, but it does seem fun. I got one for you on the old train of things. You ready for this? Okay. What you know about American Werewolf in Florida? He's ready to retire, <laughs> dude. He's going down there to one of them communities. Yes. And he's just he's boning his way through all those crazy sex things they're doing in those oh. old, old folks' homes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. getting wild. Passing around chlamydia, et cetera. You know, oh, yeah. this is crazy. Uh, there is a movie called Late Phases, which is about elderly werewolves that's what that's about yeah you have to see it you that sounds cool it. it's pretty cool it is a pretty cool movie but yeah i i think that's a, a cool idea because like you never really think about a werewolf sage you tell me it's a teen wolf and it's like I, okay like i can't tell the difference between a teen wolf and adult wolf they all look the same like so i yeah. guess in this uh the teen wolf has longer hair than the adult wolf and that's the adult true. wolf's yeah. hair is gray. So I guess that's how you would know, oh, this is a grown adult wolf. He's got gray hair? I don't know. And his, his dick don't work. That's and how you dick- know. <laughs> yeah, they never if mentioned it. If you encounter like a, a, a werewolf and you're unsure of the age, you have to manually masturbate them <laughs> to determine if they're young and or not. If he's like, oh, that's a young werewolf. But if he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sad. Poor guy. Poor guy. It happens to all of us, old werewolf. Don't worry. Let let me ask you this. Invisible Kid, is it the story of the Invisible Man as he was a youngin', or is it just a shitty Metallica song? Mm. (laughs) It is a shitty Metallica song. (laughs) It's really bad. It's a really bad song. I think that could be that like if if Disney had made Invisible Kid in like the late 80s early 90s it would have been like a popular VHS for sure. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I I don't think you could make it now with Disney, but I mean somebody could make an Invisible Kid movie and just make a fun little romp like he would get up to hijinks. None of the bad stuff the other Invisible Man does, just like, you know, cheating on a test or you know, putting a frog in his teacher's desk. Oh, yeah. See, I have a different angle on it. I think it would be really sad. I think Invisible Kid, like he would uh, like his his invisible mom and invisible dad would be in the kitchen having a a big blowout argument. And he's standing there the whole time. And he's like, 
you guys act like I'm not even standing here. And they, they didn't know <laughs> oh, he was there because he's invisible. Oh, no. It's, one of the, it's, it's a like sad A24 type movie where the entire movie, we think the kid's invisible, but at the end, it's revealed that his parents just don't care about him. Oh, my God. It's getting worse and worse. Yeah. This is fucking sad. <laughs> yep. Too <Wow>. bad. Wow. <laughs> That's that would be a 24 angle yeah <laughs> the invisible kid oh that's pitiful it, it really is it's sad i'm sorry invisible kid hmm well maybe we could cheer things up if we had some grown-ass gremlins around <laughs> grown-ass gremlins i love the idea because like we see gremlins the day they're born and they're yeah. acting crazy but rascally yeah, we've never seen one age for any period of time. Like, is... Okay, here's just a random theory I'm throwing out that just came to my mind. Is Gizmo the grown form of the Gremlin? Hmm, Cause yeah, because he's the only one we don't really know him. how old he is. Yeah, Right. Huh. Hmm. Do you think that, like, as the Gremlins get older, they become, like, more conservative? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it does sound like, yeah, the the... Like hyperactive, o- o- overly like boisterous kid becoming the ultra conservative. Like, <laughs> oh, these damn kids these days doing all this nonsense. Yeah, he'd be <laughs> he'd be very like disappointed when a new gremlin is born, right? Probably. He'd just be like t- shaking his head, like, oh, got swinging from the chandelier, smoking six <laughs> cigarettes at once. This little fuck. <laughs> grown ass gremlins i like it i think it sounds pretty fun yeah it sounds like blast. And, and maybe maybe at the end of the day these are all pages from the journal of an older wiser old pinheads journal you know just old pin right yeah he's just reminiscing on all the sites he's shown people oh yeah he's just got like yeah in his in his memoirs there's just a person who's flayed and covered in salt and he's like i remember how he screamed do you think that whenever old Pinhead lays down at night, what if whenever he tucks himself into bed and pulls the covers up, he lays his head down on one of those big tomato-looking pin cushions instead of a pillow? What if he does? <laughs> what if he does? And it's adorable. Just yes. to, you know, those big old Meemaw tomato pin cushions. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm talking I know. about? I know what you're talking about for what sure. What if that's his pillow? <laughs> I hope so. It's adorable. Jesus. Somebody's got to do like just put that together. The uh, the old. <laughs> I'm like, why do we all know the tomato pin cushion? Was that like a project pe- that people did when we were little? Because my mom had no one, idea. my grandmother yep. had one. Yeah, yep, that was the thing, man. I love the idea of old pinhead just like yawning and stretching, being like, "Well, it's about time to hit the old pin cushion. Good night." <laughs> The old pin the old pin cushion. He puts down the the Hellraiser Times. Gets <laughs> finishes his little cup of coffee. Oh, better go out and mow. <laughs> old pinhead. Old pinhead. Bless him. Get some rest, buddy. Hit the old pin cushion. <laughs> wow. Monsters through the ages, dude. How about him? Yeah, man. I listen. I I could imagine there's so many other ages monsters could be, and there'd be other hilarious things that would ensue. Why don't you let us know about them over on that Facebook? 
How about you do? Let us know in our Facebook group. It's the only reason to use that horrific planet cancer of a website. Hang out with us and other cool people like yourself over there in that group and share your monsters through the ages stories, plurals. Okay? (laughs) Right? Head on over. Yeah, do the thing. I like the idea of plural being like plural itself. Plurals. I really wanted to do a band for a while because like... Kind of at the early start of like the 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 gent kind of musical genre, like uh-huh. kind of the technical progressive metal thing. Yeah, all these bands were like, let's say, like monuments, architects. It was all like uh-huh. plur- plural nouns, as all uh-huh. the band names were at that time. Kind of like we had that that huge rash like in the early two thousands. Like every band was the somethings, the right. strokes, the uh-huh. hives. Yeah, all these gent bands were just something plural. And I was like, man, it'd be really cool to start a gent band called Plurals. I think it'd be really sick. <laughs> it would. That would. It's too bad the time has passed. Nobody Time's get passed. it anymore. Yeah, yep. The world is no longer accepting new gent bands. Like we <laughs> nope. have the ones that we have. <laughs> yep. There's there's That's a limited number. Uh, if one band dies, they might sell their license to another. Who knows? That's but, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then rename it plurals if you if you buy their names. Yeah. So. Do that. Do, do that for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, we're here today to be talking about one T.N. Wolf, which is short for Tennessee Wolf, of course. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Tennessee Wolf. This is a movie what came out in 1985, that same year that there's a a, a corny song about about Madonna and all kinds of other stuff. Who did that? Is that Bully Pursuit? Yeah. Yeah. I know that song. And I watched this movie for the first time... Man, when did I watch this for the first time? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, I told that story last week about how I watched it while on the elliptical machine at home during COVID times. Uh-huh. That might have been the first time that I watched this movie. If not, wow. maybe it was like a late night while in college watch or something with Brandon and Kate. I can't really uh-huh. remember. Um, man, this this movie, I'm not going to bury the lead here. It's not really as good as you want it to be, is it? No, it's not at all. I saw this as a kid, and um, I was an invisible kid. Yeah, no, my parents didn't care about me, so yeah, I was invisible. (laughs) Invisible kid. Uh (laughs) So I, I, I saw it um, because I I liked Michael J. Fox. I was a, I was a Family Ties fan, and I had already seen Back to the Future. Um, and I remember seeing this and being like, oh, okay, like, yay, he's a Wolfman or whatever. Uh, it it really didn't stick a ton with me, and I have since seen it as an adult, and every time just been like, huh, yeah, like because that title's cool, and the idea of Michael J. Fox being the the Teen Wolf is is great, awesome. So w- what happened? <laughs> like, well, I know, right? What happened? Yeah, um, it's like you, you open up the sandwich and you're like, oh, there's nothing in between these two pieces of bread. It's right, just bread yeah. and, and air. Like it seems I mean, appealing on the outside. There, I like to break down the arc of this story. It opens on a team being bad at basketball and closes on a team being good at basketball. And in between, a guy is a werewolf. <laughs> so what? Here's the what thing that, that I was story? thinking about, dude. Like this, legitimately, if you think about it, feels like a script that you could churn out of Chat GPT. If you're just like write oh, sure. me a movie yeah. about Michael J. Fox as a werewolf in the '80s, and it would be like Michael J. Fox is a basketball werewolf. He struggles. His fat friend is called Chubby. His girlfriend is Boof. No one cares that he is a werewolf. He wins the game. 
it's over. It's like, over. That's, that's yeah. this movie. It really is. It really is this movie. I I mean the the movie is is made by the charm of the actors. I mean Michael J. Fox killing it, uh Jerry Lavina Styles, uh Great. Fucking hell yeah. Also uh James Hampton, Addis's dad is really good and then He's really good. Um uh, as you said, Chubby. Mark Holton as Chubby is great. Mark Holton Yeah, dude. Like, he's got nothing to work with except they were like, yeah, I guess you're overweight. Here's a shirt that doesn't fucking fit. And he's still making it work. So, it, but that's, that's it. Like, it, without the, without them carrying the movie, the movie doesn't have anything going for it. What if we made a werewolf movie where a kid becomes a werewolf, but instead of being run out of the town or hunted down by the police... Nobody cares, and it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, everybody thinks he's way cool. And then a guy starts a fight with him, and he, like, fights back, and then he's like, oh, I'm a monster. What? Listen, dude, just because you shredded the shirt of a statutory rapist, a 20-year-old that was dating a <laughs> right. fucking 16, 17-year-old, does not a monster you make. Yeah, just because you got one weird friend who's really freaked out by you for some odd reason, like... I like I, it feels like the message of the movie should be that he learns to like embrace who he is. But the message of the movie is everybody thinks he's cool, but his friends and family want him to change so he does. <laughs> the messaging is is quite mixed in this. And I we've, yeah. we've got some ideas about maybe what they could be saying and it's not all that great, but the fact no. that like nobody cares or is shocked that he is a werewolf really makes me want to see a universe where they 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 pull out, you know, they really pull the lens back and let's observe the next county over where apparently it's common for people to be a werewolf sometimes. And yeah. in the next county, there's a high school where the head cheerleader is a vampire or some sure. shit and can only yeah. do the night games. Like nobody in this world cares about the fact that werewolves are real. So this must be extremely common in this universe, right? It is. I mean, the principal had his wife stolen by a werewolf, not stolen. Stole in the, fact by that a werewolf. the werewolf came in and was like, Rawr! the werewolf was like, Hey, I'm going to date your wife now. Because werewolves in this, are they just get hairy and wolf-like, but their personality changes in no way. None. None, None. whatsoever. Whatsoever. So, <laughs> so it's a world where werewolves exist. The only thing that happens is sometimes their teeth get pointy and their ears get pointy and they grow a bunch of hair. And they pretty much have a choice on when that happens. Uh, not important. Not important at all. In fact, no. th- like... What he has to learn, according to this movie, is to suppress being a werewolf, and that will make his team better at basketball. It sure does, somehow. because they get real good at basketball at the end. Out of nowhere. Like, they had no <laughs> no signs of improvement throughout the entire montages of him winning basketball games by himself. Like, no. suddenly, they're just good, because he stopped being a werewolf. <laughs> What the fuck is going on with this universe, dude? What the fuck is happening? Because the thing is, the thing about it is, dude, what's so confusing about it is that, you know, again, apparently in this universe, sometimes people are a werewolf and it's not surprising. It's just a fact of life like, oh, some people have blonde hair. Some people are a werewolf. This is just a thing. But then at the start of the movie, when he's at school and he's starting to like change and grow hair and pointy ears and shit, 
he's really scared and freaked out about it. So is this like yeah. a situation like like the village where he has been raised his entire life to believe that monsters aren't real and he found, finds out by becoming one? What yeah, is going on here? Everyone else seems to know and not care that monsters are real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is weird. Like, there, yeah, there's no consistency. And I think the reason for that is that the the at the outset of making this film when they hired Jeff Loeb and Matthew Weissman to write it they were just trying to make a movie that was cheap and quick to make so there you go cheap quick to make what do you got a movie about a teenage werewolf great we'll get Michael J Fox like <laughs> from family ties Okay, I, I have to... This is so interesting to me. I had to do a bit of digging because this film was filmed in November of 1984 and Back to the Future started filming in 19, November of 1984. And as we know, uh, Eric Stoltz was Marty McFly mm -hmm. for the first two months of shooting Back to the Future. Like, they had shot most of the film. Um, yeah. And they... the. When they had gone into making Back to the Future, um, they basically had gotten assurances from the studio that if Eric Stoltz didn't work out, that they could bring in someone else and reshoot the whole film. Because they didn't want Eric Stoltz, honestly. Um, and they wanted Michael J. Fox. They sent over the script to the producer of Family Ties, asking him to pass it along to Michael J. Fox. And the producer of Family Ties didn't pass it along to Michael J. Fox because he was worried about how it would affect the shooting schedule of Family Ties. But by the time they started shooting in November, Family Ties, uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, Mer Meredith Baxter uh, had given birth and she was on maternity leave. So the they had you know, shot up to that point and they were waiting for her to get back to shoot. So he went and shot this movie in 21 days. And this movie then like was being worked on like post-production and family ties was going and they fire Eric Stoltz and finally get the script to uh, Michael J. Fox who accepts the role, accepts to come in and do the reshoots, but now uh, fucking uh, uh, Family Ties is, is back. So he was shooting Family Ties in the morning and then going and shooting Back to the Future at night. And Jeez, man, that's a hardworking Canadian. Yeah, this dude was and he was logging and, and flapjacking in the evenings right he also, yeah, he also did a little logging and flapjacking, of course, and then of course of he had course. his morning hockey game uh, mm -hmm. So he never slept, <laughs> but wow. yeah, he, apparently, yeah, he didn't. He didn't sleep much throughout that. Uh, and the, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll do Back to the Future sometime on the show for sure. Hell yeah! You watch Back to the Future, and he's so goddamn charming. It's crazy to know that like he's just off of shooting Teen Wolf in the midst of shooting Family Ties, and then mm -hmm. comes in. After, you know, they had been shooting for two months and just fucking kills it. Like, this guy was a force to be reckoned with in the 80s. Yeah, no kidding, right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty insane. I mean, the, the hours he must have been turning out and yeah, still seriously. being that charming and cool on camera and so likable. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. So, like, I, I think it's, it's interesting that uh, Meredith Baxter having a baby 
basically gave us uh, Teen Wolf and Back to the Future. Hmm. Wow. With Michael J. Fox. They would have still made those movies, but they wouldn't have been what they are because this movie is nothing without Michael J. Fox as proven by the sequel uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf 2, which is essentially the same movie with a different sport. Uh, and really? they, re- they replaced Michael J. Fox with, with Jason Bateman because Michael J. Fox hated this movie and didn't want to return for a sequel. And the the way that Jason Bateman tries so hard, and he's we know Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman's fucking charming and good, and he's trying so hard, but they did not care about writing a fucking script. It is so bad. They just they went from high school basketball to collegiate boxing, which I had to look boxing. up to assure me that it was a thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> There apparently collegiate boxing is a thing. There's not a ton of schools that do it, and the military academies tend to dominate. But it is, it is, yeah, the replacement of uh, basketball to boxing. And clearly, whoever was told, like, I feel like an executive was like, "Oh, I really love collegiate boxing. Could you like include that?" And the writer was like, "Fuck yeah, I can, man!" And then was like, "What is boxing?" <laughs> oh no it is at times pro wrestling there are no weight classes it, it largely is just you two go and also it's a somehow a team sport i i, I don't what? get it yeah it it makes zero sense the makeup yeah, this sounds like pretty fucking terrible pretty like rocky ground to start a movie off of right yeah yeah it, it really just doesn't have anything for it but it, it like the thing is like this was like it, it was a cash grab in the beginning like it was always meant to be just like, hey, make this quick, cheap, we'll get a big name, it doesn't matter if it's good. And yeah, it clearly doesn't matter, I guess, because it made money. It made a lot of money. <laughs> it's really curious, man, because this movie, like I said, it's really not that good. It's not no. that funny, but it's at not the same very time. No. And I think honestly, just because it was fucking Marty McFly as a werewolf somehow spawned this huge cultural significance and has been <laughs> referenced so and imitated and parodied and sequelized. Like there was, the, I think like a most, Teen Wolf series recently yeah. that was apparently horrible. I heard. Well, I mean, the people liked it. It was on six seasons. So apparently a lot of people like it, but Jeez, six years of that. Are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, and they also just had a movie come out this year. So it, <sighs> Yeah, the Teen the Teen Wolf uh, ripple. Like off of this meh movie, you get Teen Wolf Two with Jason Bateman. You know, taking another charming TV star and trying to just give him the limelight. Uh, but they ugh, the script is so bad. They had plans for a sequel after that, starring Alyssa Milano. So they were going to go like Girl Wolf, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then which would have no doubt been the title. Probably, yeah. Uh, Then there was another Teen Wolf pitch later for a a female Teen Wolf that actually ended up morphing into the movie Teen Witch. Do you know Hmm. the movie Teen Witch? I know of it. I've never seen it. Have you heard the Top That rap? You got to check it out. Everybody, everybody listening to me, (laughs) go check out the top that rap from Teen Witch. That'll, that'll improve your day. Um, (laughs) Also, there was an animated series from 1986 to 1987. There was, as you said, the, the mid 2000s uh, or late 2000s to the mid 2010s 
uh, Teen Wolf series, which was uh, loosely based on it. It was more drama uh, and not really comedy, as far as I understand. Um, then, of course, as I said, this year, in January, a, a movie based off... Or like I guess it's a continuation of the Teen Wolf series what was made and released in January of this year. So this this franchise continues despite none of that stuff being great. <laughs> what is happening here? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Because like, this isn't a movie that's like an allegory for growing up or like about puberty. It specifically says it's not about puberty. I mean, he's 18. He's gone through puberty. The coach says, oh, is this a puberty thing? It's not a puberty thing. So the movie's trying to say specifically to us, don't read this as puberty. Yeah, there's there's so many ways to explore the werewolf thing, whether it's like, oh, the beast that is inside every man, or like right. you said, the uh, you know, like onset of puberty, whatever. This movie doesn't seem to be really trying much of that. No. It it really Unfortunately, the only reading I think that works is the one you've talked about in the past. And I want you to go ahead and explain that because I have some additions to what what you have said. I have mentioned this uh, at one point a long time ago on the show. Uh, I was having a conversation with my buddy Doc Coyle. Oh, sorry. Dropped a name back there. Hey, I got to go pick pick that that thing up. (laughs) Some of you guys might know Doc from the all-black metal band, God Forbid, that had Mm -hmm. a really huge name for themselves kind of during the metalcore heyday. And now he plays guitar for Bad Wolves, which is a massive fucking band. But I had a talk with Doc one time a couple of years ago where he was talking about how, you know, from his lens, like the way he always viewed Teen Wolf is that it was a white kid getting to be all the black stereotypes for a day. And I was like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, well, you know, suddenly he can dance. He's good at sports. The ladies love him. All this shit. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. That is what's going on in this. <laughs> um, yes. I I absolutely think think that that is the correct reading of this and I don't I don't know uh like It's I don't not know good if, if you're like, reading into it that yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know if it's unintentional because of just internalized racism or absolutely intentional. But they do, and this fucks me up, man, because I, 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 I can see somebody saying, like, you're putting too much thought into this. Are we? But hold <laughs> on. The, the number that they put on the werewolf is 42. That's, okay. that's Jackie Robinson's number. First black baseball player in the no major league. No shit. So we're, we're comparing the first black baseball player to the first werewolf basketball player. Uh, and I don't know what, what, what I didn't you're know doing that. at that point. But, I mean, I, I could see people saying, well, it seems like a coincidence, but look, who even knows about Jackie Robinson? Like, everybody knows about Jackie Robinson, and everybody was still talking about Jackie Robinson in the 80s. Jackie Robinson had been uh, put into the UCLA Hall of Fame in 1984. So, Holy moly. an L.A. writer is definitely hearing about Jackie Robinson when he's writing this script. I don't Dude. know if it's in the script that he wears 42 or if they made that choice on set. But what right. I am saying is it seems intentional. Yeah, coincidence? I think <laughs> Maybe, not. but I don't think so. I think that that is the correct reading of this film is that they're putting all the black racial stereotypes onto this guy. And basically, like, I guess the message would be like, if a white guy could be black, everybody would think he was cool, but nobody would really want him to stay that way. 
That's what I was going to say. Like, if that is the messaging, which it kind of seems like it is, then it seems like at the end of the movie, all of his friends and family are saying, like, yeah, it's cool that you're doing all this black stuff. That's awesome. I mean, we don't want you to be black, though. So right, just yeah, change like, back. Yeah, yeah, you, you like, need to. Whoa, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, and whoa. you even have, like, you have styles earlier, and I, I don't know what it is about the 1980s and putting shades on the the charismatic character and cool him suddenly zone. doing the the black scent but every fucking time it seems like it's in, it's in uh like weird science you got yeah. anthony michael but he also did it in breakfast club the fucking he puts on shades and suddenly he's talking in a black scent it's it's clearly racist but like I, I don't understand uh, anyway so style styles doing that early on kind of sets that up right it sets up the idea of like putting on this this black character uh which then i i guess if we associate it with this reading like it it really does kind of solidify that the movie is trying to say something about that um but it also seems like as you said like the traditional like black stereotype things like these aren't Mm -hmm real things that should be associated with absolutely every black person. This is just how white people looked at black people and still do. Um, right. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a situation where like the, we're really like, I guess getting a look inside the mind of the writer, which if we look at some of Jeff Loeb's history, Comic he, books, Jeff Loeb, the comic same books, one. Jeff Loeb, same same Jeff Loeb who yeah wrote all those those comic books, uh, including the Batman, uh, uh, fucking Hush, Hush, not Hush. Ah, what is that one? Yeah, called? which one did he do? Yeah, Fuck. the Jim Lee, the Jim Lee run in like ninety seven. Anyway, that, that was a great one. Um, but yeah, he he has been accused of of, of racism before really? of anti-asian racism especially in regards to his work with the um iron fist series and some of the things that he said regarding some of the uh actors and whatnot and and a lot of the stuff that he's he's written and shown with asian Shit. characters seems to be racist so i don't think it's outlandish i don't think it's outlandish is what, what I'm about saying. that? I'm not accusing the man because I don't know him personally, but watching the film that that is coming out of his script and knowing that even in 2023, you know, we're still getting accusations that he's racist, like doesn't seem like much of a stretch. Wow, dude. Yeah, after Doc told me about that, it really did kind of make me reevaluate this in in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, like the thing is, like. Let's say we're wrong. Let's say that message isn't sure. even here. The movie's not good, though. Like the movie, the movie's <laughs> not kind of the doing yeah. anything to like. If if you're like, oh no, you guys are reading too much into stuff. Like, well, what are you defending here? Like, it, it's a movie where the makeup is eh, okay. I mean, it's, it's better okay. than the next one. Uh, I did like the transition sequence of basically just showing him in different levels of the makeup. Like, that that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, there's but, no impressive, like, yeah, fucking fingernails growing and legs no, extending. No, none of that. Like, there's, there's nothing at all horrific or, like, scary about it. That's not what they were no. going for. So no. It's, this is, it's fine the way that they handle yeah. the transformation. Yeah, this is, isn't a horror comedy in any way, honestly. It is, it is a movie that has... Because it's not really funny. It's not funny. Yeah, it doesn't have horror, and it's not funny. I, I, I guess it's just a teen movie, but it's not 
it's not even really for teens. It seems more aimed at kids than anything. Dude, that's that's what I have such a hard time figuring out with this movie is like who exactly is this for? Because I was kind of thinking to myself like this is an okay movie to have on if your nieces and nephews are over and it's Halloween and you want something that's, you know, Halloween-y on but not scary. Maybe you could put right. this on and then it's like, well, then what about the part where they're dropping like the hard homophobic bad F, F bombs. Yeah. The <laughs> bad F. The bad F, yeah. That's playing party games fun. where, what, th- dude, these party games, what the I'm, fuck is yeah. going on? on with this man as a public schooler i need you to explain to me this is the beginning of an orgy right yeah like this is they're about to have an orgy for sure i could not figure out what was happening it cuts to this party and there's two people that are like covered in cream just wallering around on the floor and people are standing around watching them they're just yeah. watching them just watching. was that cum that they were walling around in was i don't like know everybody's Did everybody jerking off on them <laughs> is that what yeah, <laughs> i think that's what's happening Hey, covered up in saran wrap, and everybody came on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's 80s safe sex, dude. Apparently a blast. That was a smoky-ass party, too. I would never be at that motherfucker. Everybody was smoking. Do you think that those people grew up to be the the men with the, the tuxedos and canes standing around the ass-to-ass people and Requiem for a Dream? Is that them? Same yeah, people? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a fair reading that the, these kids grew up to be those guys in that scene in Rick I guess but it's so confusing because you know the the tone of this isn't raunchy teenager comedy like like Animal House it's not horrific at all but at the same time I don't really feel like this is silly and lighthearted enough for like kids like I just I don't know who this is aimed at uh, it's aimed at the people who spent thirty million dollars watching it. I guess, like, well, I have no fucking idea, like, why. Uh, it's, it's aimed at people that saw Back to the Future and want more Michael J. Fox. <laughs> well, it came out. It came out like a few months before Back to the Future, so I guarantee they were banking on that. Like, oh wait, no, a few months after. Wait, hold on, sorry. <laughs> What's the timeline here? No, yeah, yeah I know that whenever months, they a few months they before, released it, it internationally. They they did some stupid fuckery where like I think like the Italian market title made it sound like it was some kind of sequel to Back okay. to the Future and oh, like they no. even renamed him Marty in some of the dubbing so that people would think it was the same <laughs> character. <laughs> That's like awesome. it's this it's all this story about this kid that gets into hijinks where he travels through time and becomes a werewolf and honestly I'd watch that franchise that if that was a whole thing. Fun. Yeah, it's gonna be it, some like, charming ass guy going through a whole bunch of wild ass scenarios. Sure, basically like supernatural quantum leap. He just yes, wakes, sign me wakes up. up. Yeah, yeah. He wakes up in the body of a werewolf. Oh boy. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's uh, that's what the market for this was, man. But I, I just can't really figure it out. It, it doesn't help that there's just no there's no conflict in this movie. Like no one is yeah. objecting to him werewolfing. Um, he's yeah. not a savage, unmanageable monster. In fact, no. I, I guess according to the rules of this. You can just change into a werewolf whenever you want? Yeah, it seemed like... uh, Yeah, the rules are loosey-goosey, but apparently on the full moon, it must must be more prominent because he started turning and his dad said, oh, tonight is a full moon or whatever. But, like, yeah, after that, though, it's just like, well, anytime he wants to be a werewolf, you know, he just is. Yeah, because he's in a movie and it's convenient for him to be a cool werewolf during this party or basketball. Right. <laughs> okay. I, I and also like seriously, he's a werewolf. 
Like, what the fuck is going on? The ref doesn't go like, hold on. I got to blow the whistle and just check the rule book at the very least. Why is a werewolf werewolf just inherently better at playing basketball? I mean, though I say this as a person who has never lobbed a basketball at a wolf. What if you were like out in the forest somewhere and you just lobbed a basketball at a wolf and it's like fucking, it's doing trick shots, it's dribbling through the legs and stuff, dunking on you. No, man, listen, I don't know if you are aware of this, but uh, Damian Lillard, he's a wolf. That's Man's a deal, a huh? Yeah, he's, is, that, he's just, yep. is that a basketball player? Yes. Yep. Okay. It is. Wow. He's a good one. He's a good player. You should have gone with an A name like a Michael oh, Jordan sorry. or Michael, Larry Bird. Michael Jordan, totally a wolf. Okay. So, it makes sense. Go. I get it now. All right. Now I get the joke. Totally get it. Yeah, like there's just there's there's no stakes. Like there's he turns into a wolf and everyone's fine with it and in fact it makes him cooler in some ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has to get yeah. some beer. All right. And he does. And he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's it. Like he, he needs to go do a thing. And he does it. And that's. He has uh, to surf a car. Mm-hmm. He surfs it. He do- that. Okay. That car surfing, other than just being super long Beach Boys uh, music videos, um, goes too hard for this fucking movie. That stunt Dude. person. What the fuck? They did, like, not only doing flips on a moving van, they're doing a handstand on a van that's taking a curve at at least 10 miles per hour. Might like, we call it fuck? a van stand? Hmm? Yeah, we should. Van you know what we should? Stand. A van stand. That's what we'll call that. And that the the core of that individual has to be fucking steel. Toit. Like... <laughs> Those scenes are so long. Like, whenever he starts car surfing as the werewolf, it is like the entire length of Surfing USA, which we've already had once in the movie. Yeah. And there's also a a third music video in the middle that is just a montage where sometimes they'll bring in, like, some speaking, so they, they just lower, like, we don't hear the lyrics, really, but then they bring them right back up. And it's got like 70 verses. That thing just keeps going. Dude, the original songs that are in this, or not the originals, the, the licensed songs that are in this are yeah. hysterically bad. They There's really one are. song, I think it's at the dance, and it's like a, I guess it's like a Little Red Riding Hood kind of song, but right. it uses the word grandma more than any song ever has, beating out even King Diamond. Grandma! It's got even more than that. Like Even more than Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? It's got to be up there. It's okay. got to be right up there. Like the, the lyrics are so shot. It's like, you don't have a voice like a grandma. Where'd my grandma go? <laughs> Where'd <laughs> my grandma fuck? go? <laughs> grandma gonna eat you up, grandma. <laughs> the closing song oh first my God. doesn't fit what just happened they just want a basketball no. game and it's playing like this is the end of like a, a deep romance movie uh, <laughs> one of the lines in that song though is the candle on the cake is yours so take it and i never thought huh? that the candle on the birthday cake was meant to be a gift <laughs> what here that so you can sense. see later in your birthday yeah. night i mean because like you there was an era where if somebody put a candle on your birthday cake, you'd be like, fuck, yes, I can read tonight. But <laughs> is that what started it? I don't know. <laughs> what? 
That is yeah. really strange. Yeah, the, the music in this is fucking abysmal. Uh, the, the intro music, too. Some of the music that goes along that's just in the soundtrack is really strange. When the movie starts and it's just the black screen with the credits and it's got this uh-huh. really weird, almost kind of like Carpenter-esque soundtrack at the first. And then the first thing you see is the that light in the gymnasium that almost looks like a full moon. Like, it starts off jarringly strange, doesn't it? Yeah, dude, you just... You just put something in my head. Huh. John Carpenter loves basketball. Why is he not directing Teen Wolf? Can Dude. you imagine John Carpenter's Teen Wolf? I That's can. That's a horror movie and it would be for fantastic. sure. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> Hell yes. But yeah, it's Kurt starts, Russell it, is Wolf Dad. Come on. <laughs> Fuck yes. Kurt Russell is Wolf Dad. I love it. Mm. Yeah, you're right, though. Like that, The music at the beginning doesn't fit with any of the other music afterwards. But honestly, none of the music fits the movie. Except for Surfing USA, I guess. But like, we could have dealt with maybe like 20 seconds of that. Not oh, man. three minutes and 50 seconds or whatever the entire song is. There's so much padding in this movie. There is so much padding. Even simple stuff like, yeah, uh, what's his buddy's name? Slate? Styles. Styles, yeah, like he goes uh-huh. to try to get the keg of beer and get shot down, and then has to go and meet up with Michael J. Fox, and then talk to him about it, and then Michael J. Fox has to go and try to get the beer. Like even that is unnecessarily long. When the entire punchline of that entire thing is, they show up to the party and they already have beer. Okay, so yeah. that was literally for nothing. Useless, literally Absolutely nothing. Useless. Yeah, and that fucking basketball game at the end so lasts long. forever, and it's not like it's exciting. No. No, it's bad. Or fun or funny. Yeah. Like, he's not doing fucking wolf flip slam dunks or no. whatever. Yeah. What? Okay. You name a movie Teen Wolf. And in the third act of the movie, he has decided not to be a werewolf and doesn't be a werewolf. What? Hmm. Yeah. What? So it's more about the teen element, right? He's, I guess so. Just teen. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like those like several Batman movies that have Batman in the title, but feature very nearly Batman in them. <laughs> well, Why? technically, that, that's largely Batman Returns, which is one of the best. <laughs> it's true. Okay, yeah, that's an exception right there for so, sure. So maybe keeping Batman off camera helps. <laughs> All right, maybe that works. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're right though. It's like at the end of the at the end of the day, being a Teen Wolf is not that cool. And also, yeah. I guess if you're a Wolf Man, you can just decide to not be a Wolf Man. So. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not going to be Wolfman anymore. Yeah, because his dad mm. seems to just not be a Wolfman ever unless he wants to. That's I would it. think that somewhere in like Michael J. Fox's, you know, whatever, 17, 18 years he's had with his dad at this point in the movie would have seen his dad werewolf or be like, dad's always gone at the full moon. Gosh, I wonder why. Nope. No setup of any kind to that. No, nope. his dad is, he has his werewolfness completely under control, which is uh, clearly not hard at all. As uh, fucking uh, Scott figures it out instantly. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> Barely an inconvenience. Shout out to pitch meeting. Yeah. What the it, hell, it's ridiculous. dude? You know, it's ridiculous. It, it doesn't it doesn't make much sense to me where it's like, yeah, the, the whole thing is called Teen Wolf. But at the end of the day, it's not that cool to be one, even though it's really cool to be one. Yeah. Huh. I Yeah. Yeah. Because like the movie doesn't show us that it's not cool to be one ever. Even the scene where we're supposed to get that it's not cool, it's like, I don't see what he did. What's, what is know. wrong here? When a person wants to fight you and you're a werewolf, 
Like, what? Like, <laughs> I mean, he didn't maul his face. They're fucking lucky, right? All he did was rip his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and why isn't anybody asking where Teen Wolf's mom is? Where the fuck is the mom? <laughs> That's a good question. Like... Did yeah? What happened here? How do werewolves? Turns breathe? out, Dad's a lone wolf. They should have used that line. Dad's oh, a lone wolf. There you go. And Teen yeah. Wolf Two does introduce a lady vampire and our lady vampire. Sorry, lady werewolf. And uh, for some reason, she has a long tail. Even though huh. he doesn't have a tail, does he? I guess not. I don't no, recall no ever seeing a tail whatsoever. Um, also, gosh, this is confusing. Uh huh. Also, this and the sequel seem to confuse wolves and dogs entirely. Like, oh yeah, all, there's so yeah. many jokes about being a dog, and it's like, yeah, but you're not though, because like the things that dogs do are not the things that wolves do. They act differently. <laughs> yeah, they are different actually. Yeah, yeah. Not the same animal, turns out. Not the same animal. So wolves don't chase cars. They don't do that. So that joke doesn't make sense. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's some problems there. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple problems with the entire movie. Uh, like a whole bunch of them. I thought that the, the wolf dad reveal was like way later in the movie and more of an impact like... Yeah. No, son, I understand. No, it's like right at the first. Like after the Mm -hmm. first time he turns into a werewolf, dad's like, oh yeah, me too. Anyway, so. There's a a version of this movie for sure where like he struggles to get his werewolfness like in check and then like his dad reveals like, actually, I'm a werewolf too, son. And like, it's really Actually, I killed your mom. That's (laughs) why mom's not here. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And like, it's real hard in this world, you know, because we, we, we're werewolves. And and you found some acceptance, so I want you to go play that last game as a werewolf. That's a fucking yourself, movie. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's movie called better. Teen Wolf. That, that would yeah. be interesting at the very least. <sighs> it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. It's not very funny. Uh, the parts that are cool, as as we said, you know, I think Styles is, is charming and funny. His Love shirts, his shirts. Are cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was confused because like he walks in and the dad, without turning around, says, "Nice shirt, Styles." And I was like, yeah. "Is that a werewolf ability to hear what a shirt <laughs> reads?" I, like, <laughs> makes total sense. Oh, I heard what your shirt read. Yeah, huh? but then like I I realized like, oh wait, yeah, he's always wearing cool shirt so is that the dad is just like you know i know styles is wearing a cool shirt nice shirt styles uh yeah that was confusing though but i do i do like styles i like um i I like chubby i hate that the joke is that he's fat because this guy is far (laughs) more talented the the joke is his entire character trait personality list is is fat he's eating an apple during a game and like here's the thing i don't don't be fat shaming don't be making fat jokes. But if you're going to make a fat joke, like, why isn't he holding, like, a fucking fried chicken leg? Why twinkie, is he eating dude. an apple? Don't pick on apples like that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, make the whole joke, right? Like, the joke isn't like, oh, he eats too many fucking fruits and vegetables, this guy. Like, the <laughs> That's joke why he's is fat. you're trying to make that he's fat. So, like, put a ho-ho in his fucking hand or something. Don't give me, oh, he eats too many apples. Oh, this guy. <laughs> you know how it is when you eat apples. 
<laughs> they really pack the weight on you those things right. with all their like, again, fiber and, and nutrients not, yeah i'm not even saying that needs to happen i'm just saying by the logic of of mid 80s uh uh fat phobic humor that would be the joke so they didn't even that do the, the joke, joke yeah. right it's yeah. just come on why is she named boof what is boof <laughs> tell I, me of boof I'm pretty sure I read that that one of the writers uh, had a girlfriend in high school who was called Boof. So that why was she called Boof? I don't know why this character is called Boof. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Makes no sense, man. She's good too, though. Like she's charming and really sweet. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I mean, she got that mom look, though. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah they 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 write her as the '80s love interest, meaning. Mostly her job is to tell the character who's having fun that they shouldn't be. And, oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. And she can't be dressed sexy because if she's dressed sexy, then she's bad. So she's got to dress like a mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also be a freak and into bestiality, too. Yeah. She wants to fuck this werewolf. Like, I... I Definitely. Yeah. she. That is... That is like a goal of hers. It feels like she's like, I'm gonna get some wolf dick for sure. Show me that red rocket wolf. <laughs> does it become Whoa. a red rocket when he turns into the wolf? Or surely like, it I does. I gotta know. I gotta wow. know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think it does. I'm pretty yeah. sure it does. What if it's just a human dick hanging there, just hairy as fuck? <laughs> yeah, just completely covered, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's something for everybody out there, so maybe that's Boof's thing, man. She she likes them big and hairy. Ooh, well, get after it, Boof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do you. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's not it's not much much of a of a joy to watch. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have a, a ton other good things to say about it though. Like I, no, I said, uh-uh. some good performances with with little to work with, and yeah, that that's it. It's an okay movie just to have on. Like, yeah, it is totally yeah, sure. one of those ones where, you know, whatever, you're fucking, you're carving a jack-o'-lantern with the fam that's yeah. okay with hearing the hard F thrown around. Right, yeah. Like, I don't know when you watch this, but it's definitely not one that I want to sit down and intently watch. I know that that's no. going to, like, probably frustrate some people because I know this movie has fans, but... yeah. I think it's kind of like people that really love Halloween too, where it's like, when's the last time you watched it though? Like, you <laughs> probably remember this a lot cooler than it really is because this isn't this isn't funny at all. No. It's not like scary at all. It's not like an emotionally roller coastery thing at all. It's just kind of like, yeah, there's a, there's a movie. Yeah. You know, I forgot one element that I do think is funny. I mean, because as I said, styles. Uh, and and like um, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox, et cetera, they're all selling their characters, even though there's not a lot there. The coach yeah. character is written funny. Oh, that guy's good, man. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. he is really, really good. Yeah. Um, and also the theater director guy. What oh, the yeah. fuck movie is, is he in? He's he. I think he's an anime character. Like, I think you're right. I, yeah, he's like. What are you doing on my stage? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like a Sailor Moon dub for yes, sure. Yes, exactly. It was so weird. Yeah, there's a few oddball characters in this yeah. that are pretty good. You're right, man. But yeah, it's mm. not one that I want to just sit down and and watch. Like, have something else that you're doing. Restring a guitar or play a phone sure. game 
or do some chores around the house if you got this thing on. But it's not really right. a watching movie. It's it's kind of honestly a take it or leave it for me, which I didn't expect to say. Like whenever sure. this won the uh, the Howlin' at the June poll that we put up, yeah, I was excited. I was, I was pretty stoked. Yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, cool, man. Michael J. Fox, Werewolf, eighties, like all of those things sound so fun. That sounds yeah. like a movie I want to watch right there. And you turn it on, it's just like, ah, eh, it's eh, it's whatever yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean. You know? Yeah, how do you fuck it up too? Like what you just said sounds so cool. Sounds like a, a recipe werewolf, for success. Like yeah, like a horror comedy werewolf movie, Michael J. Fox from the eighties. Like that sounds awesome. Turns but, out you forget to really write a story in there that's compelling. Yeah, they should have tried that. <laughs> should have tried That'd just a, a little start. bit of that. <laughs> you got a number you want to slap on this thing from a uh, one to a ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I say, I think, I mean, I think a two is fair, and maybe yeah, even two. a little high. Uh, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a joy to watch. Like there's not, there's not a lot of like about it though. I think like at the very least in the background, I don't, I don't know. Like there's so many characters in the background that have stuff going on. Like Mm -hmm. there are those two girls that are always hanging out with styles or the other kid that are like, you know, wearing shades and always dressed cool and whatnot. Oh yeah. The The cool chicks girl at the party who's in like lingerie and she's like holding the bowl with the names in it or whatever oh yeah what the fuck is she's going on so there many scenes too there's the the mascot chick too i noticed like she's in so many scenes it's like they had all this background interesting stuff going on that they never address never there are address definitely what's a lot of people on. floating around with weird fetishes in this movie like the yeah. chick that is just delighted to hear that that chubb will be eating the jello out of her She's yeah, stoked, she's dude. she is stoked. Yeah, and, and that's a, yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting thing the movie's doing where they're making fun of Chubby, but still showing like, well, yeah, but girls like him, chicks like him, sure. Yeah, yeah. it's like not. Nah, I mean, like <laughs> it's stupid. Then, like, if you're making your fat phobic jokes, like he why he's popular clearly like he's on the basketball team but for some reason like we're supposed to also see him as like oh he can't get it together like it's just bad writing yes it is man it is i totally agree yeah i'm gonna go i'll go a little bit higher than you just because again michael j fox is so charming and there's a few things in here that are okay i'm gonna say like three and a half i mean that's still not high marks on a scale of 10 y'all no it's not (laughs) uh I, I I know that we're not in the majority here though. Like most people really dig this movie. It's got pretty good ratings and stuff on the uh, the internet site. So we want to hear your thoughts about it over on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, Twitter, everywhere you guys can follow us on the interwebs. You guys can use our link tree page to find that as well as find the linky dink to where you can give us some money papers on Patreon and get <laughs> stuff for it. That's right. Patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Uh, head on over there become a patron on any level you get access to our patreon exclusive episodes including the batman hell rankers which just went up uh, a, a little bit ago um and also we got the uh, hell rankers coming out this month for howling at the june where we're doing the howling movies that's right we gave ourselves 14 more movies to watch um and how many are there are there actually 14 yeah i think 14 no. or 15 something like that yeah why are um, you doing this to yourself jesus i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know why we're doing this but you know what happens is like we did silent night deadly night and we've done like leprechaun and stuff and it's like sometimes you find a rough like just a real good gym in there that's like how what 
like a lot of leprechaun in space or fucking mm-hmm. uh, yeah. silent night deadly night four like they're so weird and cool that it's like kind of worth it and i know that that howling three was like a weird fun thing so i'm hoping we find some other little gems in there though i have never heard anyone say the howling series is is no. something worth watching mm-hmm. so no mm-hmm. uh but so, also become, yeah give us your dollar papers yeah, yeah. Uh, become a patreon five dollar level you get to submit to uh, the smoker bowl and then we draw from smoker bowl and cover the movie that we draw from the smoker bowl we do that once a month so head on over there because we're going to be drawn up real soon that's right we're gonna be drawing them up and the next movie could be yours so support the show on there be sure to rate and review on apple podcast spotify anywhere else you can support a podcast and give us a rating and review be sure to do that for us and also tune in next week when we're not going to be talking about a body we're not going to be talking about a body body what are we going to be talking about we're going to be talking about bodies 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 whoa yeah yeah. That's or several of them. We could talk about Megan the Stallion's body video because I could talk about that for hours. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Yeah, I like it, man. Maybe the preview palace is us just doing the, the dances and wrapping it in an audio format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we tell people how good we're doing it at the dance. I'm twerking oh, I'm so hard great. right now. Oh, man. You should see my ass is just fucking bouncing up and down. I have so much butt meat. You would love I, it if you could see it. I listen. You know what? This sounds good. I think people are gonna love it. So stay tuned for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a reinterpretation of the great work. So right. be sure to tune in next week to the next installment of Dead and Lovely, where I will be Uncle Ben and I'll be Hollywood Steve. We'll be Dead and Lovely. Catch you guys later. Be sure to text us hashtag Oregano Yes. <laughs> Okay. Hashtag oregano. Yes. <laughs> and they're texting that to us. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon. Okay, cool. Awesome. It's pronounced oregano. Yes. So I can't wait get to it? get those texts. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>All right, now, the way I figure, uh-huh. over here in that great state of conservative Tennessee, right. what I'm in over yonder, uh-huh. we got to get that jolly green giant off them store shelves. Hey, oh. listen, I don't know if you know about this. We got all these anti-drag laws going uh-huh. on here in Tennessee, trying to keep them away from the kids if they's wearing inappropriately gendered clothings on themselves. And I'll tell you what, I was over there in the in the Piggly Wiggly the other day <laughs> yeah. and I seen this jolly green giant trying to trying to peddle my kids some healthy <laughs> vegetables under the guise of nutrition. Meanwhile, he's wearing a dang old leafy ass dress. You seen what he wearing? He's a dress. <laughs> is that what it is? It's a dress. Hey, huh? listen, you know what I want to change their damn old slogan to? What's that? No, no, no. Groom <laughs> giant. Mm. No, That's I, what I say. Get out of here, groom giant. Mm. I had always assumed that the, 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 that stuff was growing off of him. So it's basically Ooh. pubes. <laughs> you know, okay, weirdly enough, I had actually thought to myself that he was kind of like Swamp Thing, you know, yeah. where like, he grows the vegetation <laughs> himself. <laughs> So, huh. yeah. so what do you think? Is he up there on those cans being like, hey, kid, come suckle my cob? Is that what he's saying? Oh, God. Suckle Green my cob. Giant.
<laughs> Groom Giant. Groom Giant. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There has got to be a conservative out there who listens to this show unironically and just thinks you're yeah. being so sincere <laughs> and he's like he's gonna go to the store start throwing green giant cans stay away from my damn kids i heard about it on that dang and larbly podcast they told me to keep these away from my kids hey if you think about it though doesn't he also have like a little sidekick that is a kid too he, he does, has like a little sprout. kid doesn't he he does he, he does, got so. one he <laughs> He went and got one. He's turned him too. He's dressing like him. He's looking like him. This is exactly what we feared as conservatives. He's done groomed him one. God damn it. Groom giant. No, no, no. I wish that this was funnier and less realistic. I know. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah, it seriously is uh, the type of crusade I could totally see them getting behind i know yeah like i yeah. wish the laughs that people were having right now were like it's funny because that's so unrealistic and <laughs> yeah. unlikely to happen no one could be that stupid that's why it's funny right isn't that yeah. what like the daily show used to be right like, po- yeah yeah like the daily show was definitely like oh man imagine if shit was this crazy and then it started to get that crazy and the daily show just became like oh fuck uh Wow, it's real crazy, huh? <laughs> I think we're just going to be the news now for a little bit. <laughs> like, John right? Stewart was just the news for a little bit. <laughs> the funny thing is, is like, it's not even that it's, it, you know, it's not even that the humor changed. It's just now that it's like actually making fun of somebody that is that yeah. stupid. And now it's, yeah, yeah it's not even fun yeah. because it's like, oh, shit, that's scary. <laughs> that, On want the bright that. side, though, you know, like if somebody in the past is able to like time travel and start listening to podcasts they might listen to those jokes and give them that that kind of a initial laugh that was supposed to be like that's ridiculous yeah somebody could still get those laughs out of those jokes if they're time travelers oh wow okay so you think we're big in the time traveling community he, we're the biggest time travel podcast that there is you, know? oh, you think it's like in the if like we're like wild stallions in the future yeah Yes. yes okay. Yeah. Correct. All right. Great. Yeah. yeah. Party on. Wait. That's Wayne's world. <laughs> <laughs> Still though. I mean, continue partying if you yeah, are. Yeah. Currently. I don't stop partying. Don't, don't cease. Yeah. yeah don't. Uh. Uh-uh. It'd be ridiculous. I don't think we'll ever get that time travel if these fucking vegetable cans keep grooming our kids. Though I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's right. Time travel is going to be invented by an ungroomed child. <laughs> <laughs> Who only ate his vegetables fresh rather than suckling from the cob of the groom giant. I mean, it's just logic, guys.